the year. Universal Sentry 0092. Neo Zeon remnants on the surface of Earth were in shambles following the events of the first Neo Zeon War. The new leader of Zeon comes in four and prepares for a final conflict with the souls weighed down by gravity. This manga is by Kazuhisa Kondo and was made in 1988 and features Zeon forces trying to flee the Earth before the events of Universal Century 0093. This podcast features events between Double Zeta Gundam and Shars Counterattack which will have spoilers. If you have not seen these shows yet, then please be warned. Now on to the show. Chapter 4 Breakthrough A colony was seen orbiting the Earth. A gigantic label was seen painted on the surface SW1 or Sweetwater 1. Inside the colony, several Neo Zeon officers met to discuss a major upcoming mission. Proceed with the installation of the second and third pulse engines on 5th Luna. Take all possible measures to avoid detection by the Federation forces, a thin man said. He was standing at attention wearing a dressed Zeon uniform. He was flanked on either side by other similarly dressed Neo Zeon officers. Another officer dressed a tall, blonde Neo Zeon officer. However, I still think they're going to figure it out sooner or later. The rebuilding of our military forces is proceeding well. The development of new mobile suits to all units is going as planned, another Neo Zeon officer chimed in. The blonde officer looks very familiar. He has a singular scar on his forehead. It is none other than Shar Aznable. He turned to his senior officers. What about our ground forces? We've re-established contact with all units on the Earth and are slowly rebuilding the front line. We are currently gathering all forces in the Western Uni- Europe and preparing for a counteroffensive. Another officer of the receding hairline said, With this, we'll have all of Western Europe under our control. We'll have shuttle bases to send our troops back to space. Alert. We'll be dropping the asteroid soon. Evacuate those troops as quickly as possible. Use whatever new weapons you need. Just make it a success. The group of New Zealand officers all answered in unison to Char, saying, Yes, sir! Meanwhile, back on Earth, a Federation core fighter was flying over a forest. The core fighter continued its patrol. It looks like a double Zeta core fighter, code number FXA07GB, that is modified with a pilot and co-pilot in the rear. The co-pilot asked the pilot if he saw anything. The pilot said no. There must have been a mistake when they said there were near Zeon forces here. The pilot answered, hell if I know. The co-pilot reminded the pilot that since they were not, they have not found anything, turn around since they were running low on fuel. He agreed. The core fighter banked right and headed back home. As the lone, lone fighter fled the area, deep under cover of the thick forest were several large shadows. 
upon closer inspection is a menacing Neo Zeon mobile suit. A Sazabi, draped in camouflage netting with a man inspecting his head unit dressed in a black uniform. A Gero Doga stood nearby also draped in similar cloak to make it blend with the nearby mass of trees. The Panther Tank Commander, sorry, I keep on doing this, the uniform looks so familiar. Or rather, the Neo Zeon officer noted that the enemy Federation Corps fighter had left. A foot soldier on the ground yelled up to the lieutenant. Lieutenant Kurtz, there you are. The commander wants to see you. He needs you in the operations command room immediately. Lieutenant Kurtz informed he would be there soon. In the command room, several officers were being debriefed. An officer had a pointer in his hand and pointing to a location near, or rather named ironically Verboten, or forbidden in German. This is going to be a surprise attack in foggy weather. If we can capture Verboten before nightfall, we'll cut off this Federation supply line. They won't be able to recover the battle line for two or three months. They thought that the fog would render air support impossible. They wondered if Lieutenant Kurtz was up to the task. One officer said he could handle it since he had made a name for himself on the Eastern Front. Seriously, uh, aside, are they trying to make this a World War II manga or a Gundam manga? They then mocked the Federation imbeciles. They were sure that the Federation forces didn't know where the Neo Zeon forces were located. Besides, they were likely the strongest unit with the addition of the Gerudoga and the Zazabi. It was at that moment that Lieutenant Kurtz had entered the chat. The commander then turned to Kurtz. Kurtz, you're late. Where have you been? I was performing final inspection on the Zazabi, sir. Very well. The commander informed him that the weather report indicated that there would be a heavy fog tomorrow. The operation began at 0514 hours and to get his troops ready to depart. He also reminded him that the time limit was 8 hours. Kurtz looted and told the commander that he would count on him, or rather could count on him, to get it done. Meanwhile, in outer space, three Federation cruisers came into view. Deep in the bowels of the cruiser numbered CVN-77 was a hangar bay. A tall Federation mobile suit stood under several spotlights. Two techs in spacesuits floated in the bay in awe of the mobile suit. Sidebar. Exposition dump follows. So this is the new New Gundam. No, officially it's the new's predecessor. Which means? The new Gundam's getting a psycho move system so Lieutenant Amro can use it more effectively. The second tech continues saying that it was purposed as a testbed for system trials. It was purposed for ground combat and was headed to the surface of Earth. There would be better tuned. The psycho move system would be installed thereafter. The second tech continues saying that Lieutenant Amro designed the new suit himself. He probably wanted to make a worthy opponent for the Wrath Comet when he heard of his return. Yeah, it fits him. Back on Earth. Under cover of fog, several menacing shadows made their way through the dense trees in the forest, taking point with another Lieutenant Kurtz and the Zazabi. He ordered the first and second teams to advance. Those fetty suckers won't know what hit him. Let's go. Patrol Federation J-Gun type mobile suits were engulfed by this thick fog. One of the pilots wondered if there were any Zeon forces in the area. Another chimed in that he couldn't see anything in this fog. Fog? Rain? Whatever. We're not finding anything because there's nothing to find here. The lead J-Gun pilot said matter-of-factly. 
In front of the lead, Jagon, some shadows emerged from the fog. The pilot thought that they were all allies. All of a sudden, Kurtz and Zazby emerged with his beam rifle drawn. Kurtz aimed and fired on the lead, Jagon. Headshot. A pair of Garadogas aimed their handheld RPGs or Sturmfaust and took down the remaining Jagons. Meanwhile, near Verboten, several Federation mobile suits stood by the supply depot flanked by a gun tank and various tanks and fuel trucks. The Sazabe appeared suddenly with a squad of Garadogas. A Jagon noticed them approach. Several more Jagons were destroyed. Headshot. The Giridoga and Zazavi kill team made target practice of the enemy mobile suits. Federation ground troops scrambled and tried to flee the destruction. The CVN-77 descended to position and launched a lone shuttle to re-enter the Earth's atmosphere. Once the shuttle launched, the crews escaped orbit. The operation to attack the Federation 9th mobile suit division was successful. Xeon engineers dropped into the rear of the Federation and rendered them helpless, allowing Xeon to succeed. Curse's forces were able to approach within 40 kilometers of Verboten. The shuttle continued its descent towards the surface. The two occupants were trying to reach various Federation units in Verboten, but could not reach anyone. They noted there was strange interference coming from the area of the rear guard. As the shuttle continued to approach, they could see smoke. Lieutenant got up from the co-pilot seat and went to the cargo bay. He ordered the pilot to open the bay so he could take the Gundam out. Lieutenant Kurtz's force continued their advance. Despite the Federation offering more resistance, Kurtz realized they were near the Verboten base. Suddenly, at that moment, several Xeon mobile suits were torn to shreds. A lone Federation mobile suit was in the air and opened fire. It landed on the ground and approached the Xeon forces. Kurtz and Zazavi and the Federation lieutenant spot each other. Kurtz ordered his units to spread out. The two then engage each other. Kurtz fired and a massive, massive explosion appeared. He wondered with that shot if the Gundam was destroyed. Suddenly, the new Gundam emerged in the air and turned fire with his beam rifle. He hit the Zazmi in its right shoulder and arm armed assembly were destroyed. The Federation lieutenant had the Zazmi in his sights. Gotcha. It's over. All of a sudden, there was alarm. His display was indicating that his bubbles had overheated. The pilot Kurtz. Kurtz raised his functioning left arm, where his shield and several mounted RPGs. He fired one at the immobile new Gundam. It exploded. Despite suffering heavy losses, the Xeon forces were able to control Verboten. The Federation forces were forced to move their front back 50 kilometers. Due to loss of the prototype, the new Gundam project suffered a major setback. Lieutenant Kurtz for his success received the Xeon Cross from the Commander. The year was Universal Century 0092. Battles on the ground came to an end. However, mankind continued to repeat more foolish wars. So... All in all, I enjoyed this penultimate chapter of the manga. It seems to be very reminiscent and influenced by scenes from World War II movies. 
first Gundam was heavily based on World War II, but the imagery seems to be taken, taken rather straight from movies like Patton in the Battle of the Bulge. Kurt's uniform looks straight to be straight from a World War II panzer tank officer. Also, this young cross that he was given appears to be derived from the Iron Cross given the German soldiers. Now, I will say this, and I'm not truly sure how canonical this is in the Universal Century timeline. What I'm about to say is obviously a spoiler, so if you're on to this point, be warned. According to this manga, the new Gundam existed in at least some form, but did not possess the Psycho system or Psychoframe technology. It did not have funnels yet, as yet either. I'm not sure if that would completely sync up with how the uh, movie uh, Shars Counterattack began with the new Gundam that Amro would eventually pilot was still under construction. Perhaps given how it overheated like a mecha from Battletech without enough battle, uh, heat sinks, this did represent a fatal flaw in its initial design, and they had to rebuild it from scratch, which then led up to the events of Universal Century 0093 and Shars Counterattack. Overall, I do like the artistic style of Kondo-san. However, I will have to make one confession. The way the new Gundam was drawn in the hangar bay. Yeah, let's just say it leaves something lacking compared to the movie version, or even Katoki or Verka version. This uh, original version was originally penned by Izubuchi Yutaka-san. He was also the mechanical designer of Gundam 080, Double Zeta Gundam, and also the costume design of Gundam Wing. I did like the pitch battle between Zazabe and Yuchi, uh, New Gundam in this chapter. Unlike the fight that was depicted in Char's counterattack, it was a more conventional duel without the use of funnels or new type abilities between Amro and Char. I will post on social media the artwork I'm referring to so you can check it out. Next episode, Chapter 5, Return of the Cosmos. This is the last chapter of the revival of Xeon manga. So, the new Gundam prototype was destroyed. The Federation forces on the Earth were reeling from the loss of Verboten. New Xeon remnants prepare for a final battle as they begin their withdrawal from the surface of the Earth. Wu Lieutenants Brown, Meyer, and Kurtz, along with their Xeon allies, be able to escape from the clutch of the pursuing Fetties? Please be sure to check out the Twitter page at Gundam Sentinel 2. Instagram at Gun Sentinel Podcast, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Gun Sentinel Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate and give a review on whatever means you listen to this podcast, and tell your Gundam loving Otaku friends to check it out. Until next time.